This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We've got a new right fielder, Recupido, uh, Michael Recupido in right field. Arakawa went from, or Jekic went from uh, right to left field, and Tyler Ryan went from left to center and Keaton Glover out of the ballgame as Mitch McIntyre steps in. So Recupito is in right field. He'll take over where Glover was hitting. And here is Reynoso's pitch is up high for a ball, 2-0. Cupido is a utility uh, player, 6'185 185-pound junior out of Danville, California. And that ball's hammered deep right field. Back goes Recupido on the track, and he will make the catch for the out. As uh, Mitch McIntyre just got a little bit under that baseball. Hit it hard, but too high. That good swing right there. That's what you want to see. One man out, and Abe Valdez comes up for BYU. Abe is uh, one for three, had a single in the fourth. Came into the game hitting at 314 with uh, 12 RBIs. When Abe's been given an opportunity, he has uh, been very productive for BYU. That ball's popped up down the first baseline. Uh, Second baseman Arakawa there, and he makes the play for out number two. You know, that's the biggest thing with Abe that he's going to have to adjust as he moves forward in his career here is that he gives away too many at-bats. When he's locked in and puts a good swing on it, he gets hits. But the, when, when he's in the starting lineup and he gets multiple at-bats, it's like he's, he gives away at-bats. And, like, that was a half kind of type swing on an outside fastball. Hey, it's 10-1 lead. Take a hack. You know, don't just give up on it. Give yourself a full hack there and try to add to your stats. Casey Jacobson steps in. He doubled his last time up, and the first pitch is outside ball one. Cougars with four in the third, five in the fourth, one in the sixth. Pacific's lone run came in the first inning, and that's right where we are, 10-1. to one. BYU is out, hit the Tigers 12-5. to five. Uh, Both teams have played airless defense. On what has turned out to be a beautiful evening here. When the sun goes down, boy, it cools oh, it's off. Beautiful. Very nice. Yeah, it really is. 1-1 one, one pitch. Is down low. Of course, the conference tournament will be played the week of the 22nd back down here, and not at this ballpark, at uh, Banner Island Ballpark. That is the home of the Stockton Ports, the double-A affiliate of the Oakland Athletics. And the conference tournament has been played down there for years. There's a ground ball hit down to third. Long throw by the third baseman. And uh, Casey Jacobson... Past the back. Boy, good uh, hustle by Free. The catch was all the way down there, backing up the first baseman. Yes, it was. That was a heck of a play to fully dive, make that play, and then have to make a tough throw. And it's not in time in case he gets a two-out single. 13th hit by the Cougars, and that will bring uh, Danny Jolich to the plate. Danny has a bunt single. He scored a run and has an RBI in the ballgame, his seventh of the year. And I think this guy is kind of the key to BYU's success moving forward. I mean, big success. I agree. 
If they can get him swinging about like that, down the line, that's in for extra bases. Jacobson around second, and he will hold at third, and Danny Jelich with his second hit of the night, a double down the third baseline. Yeah, you're right. I agree 100%. If you can get Danny going, he's a game changer because he's the fastest guy on the field almost every time he goes out there. And being on base is just – and he's got power, right? I mean, he well, really – He puts so much pressure on you defensively yeah. with his speed yeah. when he's on the bases. Yeah. And then but besides the great defensive prowess that he has, he can run down balls patrolling center field. So I, I just think he's a key element to really get going for the Cougars to have that great success going I agree. forward. I agree, Brent. Brian Sue now steps in with runners at – Second and third, two men out. And the first pitch is down low to Sue. Brian is uh, two for three today, a pair of singles. He's also been hit by a pitch in the ballgame. He has scored twice. Well, hopefully that uh, collision that Jelich had with center field that kept him out for a few weeks woke him up, right? Because, I mean, that was an unbelievable play. Oh, it was. It was. I mean, it was full-on, full speed into the wall separated his shoulder. I mean, could have been so much worse. He held on to the ball in a big situation in a game that we won early in the game and hasn't been able to really play since and uh, back in the lineup tonight and doing well. 2-0 pitch to Sue, and that drops in for a strike. Like, congratulate Sione Takitaki, Cougar linebacker, picked in the third round by the Cleveland Browns. So congratulations to Takitaki. That's awesome. Good for him. 2-1, Sue hammers one, just foul down the third base side. That's back-to-back years now. We've had a linebacker taken in the third round. BYU trying to add to their 10-1 lead as we play the top of the seventh inning here in uh, Stockton, California. Ricky Reynoso, the lefty on relief here for the Tigers. Here's the 2-2. Ball popped up, might be playable over just wide of first. First baseman going out, makes the play for the out. And the Cougars are retired here in the seventh. No runs, two hits, no errors, two runners left. We're through six and a half. 10-1 BYU leads. Pacific on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning, 10-1 Cougars lead. LaForestier steps in. He's the third baseman against Easton Walker, and the first pitch is up just a little bit high for ball one. Cougars did all their damage in the middle innings, four in the third, five in the fourth, one in the sixth, or one in the fifth. And Easton Walker's thrown five innings of shutout baseball after giving up a run in the first. Count now 2-0 and on the... Tiger, third baseman. Batting from the left side. And here is Walker's pitch, and that is over for a strike. Game three tomorrow. It'll be 1 o'clock here local time, 2 o'clock mountain daylight time. We'll have all the action for you here on your BYU radio network. That includes... uh, BYU Radio, XM 143, all the BYU apps. Uh, if you download the BYU Radio app, you can listen uh, wherever you are in the world. 
Also ESPN 960 AM and 107.9 FM. So lots of ways you can listen to Cougar baseball as we go throughout the season. Cougars uh, putting together a very good year. Pitches up high for ball four. So a leadoff walk, and Bryce Kirk steps in. Kirk uh, grounded out in the second, singled in the fifth. As the left-hander from Oakdale, California, will step in against Easton Walker. And the pitch is uh, over for a strike. Good change up there by uh, Walker. Well, Easton's at about 86 pitches now. I would think you'd probably get, try, like to get him through the seventh and then maybe look to the bullpen for the final two. Yeah, I agree. you got a couple of guys down there now playing catch. Haven't had a chance. Uh, well, you know, with game three, you'd like to save as much pitching as you can, but the Cougars have gotten a lot of depth and like to get a lot of guys on the mound just to get them a little work. For sure. I see uh, Blake Inouye down there and uh, Bo Burr up. So. It looked like Bo down there throwing. Been a while since we've seen Bo on the mound. 0-2 the count to Bryce Kirk. Here's the pitch. Little looper foul down the left field line. Kirk wearing number 24 on the back of that black uh, Pacific jersey. Cougars won last night 11-7 to in extra innings here. And here's the 0-2. Again, fouled off down the third base side. Pacific team hitting 260 as they came in tonight as a team. A lot of veteran guys, guys that we've seen over the last couple of years uh, on the team. Uh, they came in tonight, uh, 21 wins, 20 losses on the year, 8-11 and 11 in the conference. Ball hit up the middle. Cluffs got it. Could be two on to Sioux for one. And the Cougars have turned their fourth double play. Jackson Clough, an absolute magician out there, and Sue with a very good turn at second base. Yeah, great work there by the middle infield. Pitcher's best friend right there. That'll bring Nate Verlin to the plate. Verland, another lefty, will step in. He's single in the second, grounded out in the fifth. And the first pitch to Verland drops in for a strike. Well, Easton Walker came in with an ERA under one, and he's given up one. Struggled just a little bit early, but, boy, he's been lights out since Cougar scored all those runs and got him some support. Tomorrow, as we mentioned, Justin Sterner on the hill, another sophomore. He leads the Cougars with seven wins this year. Seven victories are the fourth most by a BYU sophomore, and he's still got a few starts left. Jeff Stone holds the record. He had 10 wins in 2000. 
young man out of Taylorsville High School. Sterner holding opponents to a 2.03 batting average. Is the fourth lowest, and his 2.58 earned run is the sixth lowest at BYU since 1970. Wow. So we're seeing some historic numbers. They really are. This year's pitchers. Little looper, easy play for McIntyre. He's there and will make the catch for the out. And we are now through seven. 10-1, Cougars leading Pacific on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. P.J. McNew is going to come on and pinch hit for Brian Calso McNew, the right-handed hitter. Steps in against Reynoso, and he hammers one down the third baseline. That's in for extra bases. McNew around first base, and uh, D.J. with a double on the first pitch he saw in the ball game. Yeah, I love seeing that from him. Hunting the fastball first pitch when you come off the bench and you just hammer it. And really good job by DJ because, boy, he started the year so hot for us. He had 14 RBIs, you know, with about 15 at-bats on the season. And then he's kind of just fizzled off a little bit. Had a really tough game in that uh, slaughter fest we had at San Diego right. where, where he went 0 for 5 or 0 for 6. But the nice to see him come in and get a job done. Uh, he's another DH candidate yeah. that you would think. Yeah. And he's also a, a very good infielder but just hasn't been able to really break into the lineup. There's a pop-up. Brock Hale over near the Cougar dugout. Third baseman coming over, and he is able to make the play as he reached into the Cougar dugout. Great play there by LaForeste. As Brock Hale uh, pops up on the first pitch that he sees. Anyway, going back to McNew, we've talked about Somebody stepping up in that DH role, and he's got to be a candidate. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, he's been working really hard with Coach Pratt. A couple of issues with his swing that he kind of had where he was pulling off everything, and nice to see him get in there and have a little success. McNew out of Mountain Grove, Missouri, State Fair Community College. Uh, First pitch curveball to uh, Jackson Clough is a strike. Cougars now 15 base hits in the ballgame. They have scored 10 runs. And here is Reynoso's pitch. That ball loops into right left center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. Gets past the center fielder. And uh, Clough with a double. I thought he might pick up a triple, but the left fielder there to back up the center fielder. Yeah, good play by the left fielder to be there to back up, and nice at bat there by Clough. We know we talked about in that first inning, he needed to show up, and what has he done today? He's had a single, he's had a triple, he's had a double, he's walked, he's got four RBIs for Jackson Clough. Puts him up to a 45 RBIs on the year now? He's got four, yeah, 45 now. Good for you, Jackson Clough. Austin Deming now as the Cougars lead 11-1. to And here is Reynoso's pitch, and that ball gets away from the catcher, and Clough moves up to third base on a ball bounced up to James Free. He was able to knock it down, but got away from him. Yeah, James has had to work real hard back there. They throw a lot of breaking balls, so he has to really focus up to try to block, and a couple of times today, not able to keep it in front, and Cougars have been able to advance. 
One ball and no strikes to Deming. Deming already with three RBIs in the ball game. And the first pitch, or the second pitch to Austin's a little bit low, ball two. Two and oh. Reynoso's pitch drops in for a strike. It's always tough as a hitter when two and oh count, he throws his best pitch a changeup for a called strike. Hate that as a pit. I hate that as a hitter. I hate it. Here's a two one. Deming takes that one down low, ball three. Again, Free had to just kind of dove on that ball as it sounded like it came off the plate. Good play by Free. Same two teams tomorrow will conclude this series. Cougars and the Tigers from uh, Stockton. 3-1. Ball fouled out of play. Off the right side. Well, now you just have to put a ball in play. These situations are they're, they're stat-type games where you want to be able to execute in these situations. I know this game's a 10-run game now, but just keep executing and doing what you're supposed to. Pitches outside, ball four, so the Cougars will have runners at the corners. And uh, McIntyre coming to the plate. Left fielder, number six, Mitch McIntyre. Cougars on a pair of back-to-back doubles by McNew and Clough have scored a run, and now the pitching coach out. He's made his way out there several times during the series. Cougar hitters have really lit up this uh, Tiger staff here in this ball game, and they are going to make a move to the bullpen. You know what? I believe. Though? I'm not sure what he's doing. He's pointing. Oh, he, you know what? This is actually not the pitching coach. That's their infield coach. He's talking defensively to his guys, and he's pointing at bases. You know, it looked like he was pointing yeah, at did. that first base umpire. It yeah, it did. That was weird. Yes, it was. When I saw him point to home after he pointed to first, I was like, oh, he's talking about the situation here of where to go where the, if the ball is hit. Wow, I've never I've never seen yeah. such a demonstrative. Uh, usually you just do it with the, you know, exactly. verbalize it, exactly. but I've never seen a guy. I thought he had made a move pointing to the bullpen. So did I at first. I, I guess he was pointing to the bag at first. I don't see anybody throwing, so it's a good thing he didn't make a move to the bullpen. <laughs> Well, they're back in the infield looking for the double play as uh, McIntyre steps in. First pitch is a, a little bit low, ball one. Mitch looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3. He walked in the second, struck out in the third, and has flown out twice to right field in the fourth and in the seventh inning. Here is Reynoso with the 1-0 pitch. It's way outside ball two. Well, good time to hit right here if you're Mitch. We are in the top of the eighth. Cougars up 11-1. to one. Cougars scored 10 runs in the three inning, middle innings, the third, fourth, and fifth. That ball's hit. Could be two on to second. He bobbles. It comes up, throws the first just in time to get McIntyre. I think that would have been probably a double play ground ball misplayed by Arakawa out there, but he did get the out. McIntyre did pick up the RBI, his 
27th of the year. The catcher. Yeah, and you can't assume a double play, so there's no air there. But Mitch is able to get his RBI. So a runner at second base, two men out. And Abe Valdez, who has uh, remained in the ballgame behind the plate, coming up. RBI opportunity here for Abe. He's one for four today. And here's the first pitch, and that is in inside corner for a strike. Yeah, late response call there by the umpire. <laughs> he kind of stood up, and I'm like, is he going to call it? Is he going to call it? And then he finally called it. 12-1 BYU leading Pacific. And Valdez batting from the right side. Takes a pitch outside, one and one the count. Cougars now 12 runs, 16 hits. There has not been an error in the ballgame. Usually when you score 12 runs, it's not because it's usually there's got to be an errors in there, but 16 hits will do that as well. Pitch to Valdez, popped up, catcher free coming back, and that ball will land in the seats. I just watched the, that replay because, you know, we're four pitches behind. Right. And that first pitch called to Abe was it almost hit him in the knee on the inner half. That's how inside it was. That's what a 12-1 to ball game in the eighth will do to umpires. One and two the count. As Valdez steps back in. And here's Reynoso's pitch. A swing and a miss. Valdez goes down on strikes. Cougars get a run on two base hits. There were no errors. One man left. We are through seven and a half. 12-1, BYU leading Pacific on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Peterson, the... uh, Hero last night brought into the ballgame. He'll take over at second base for Brian Sue. 28, Zach Peterson, a six foot, 150 pound freshman out of uh, Bluffdale, Utah, by way of Riverton High School. As we go to the bottom of the eighth inning, eight, nine, or seven, eight, and nine, and Easton Walker continuing on the hill for BYU. Tyler Ryan, the hitter, he's grounded into a double play and struck out looking. This is only his third time up. That's how dominating Easton Walker has been. First pitch up just a little bit high for ball one. Pitch count. Have you got to Easton's pitch count? Yeah, it was 95 pitch right there, 95th pitch. Here's the 1-0. That's over for a strike. Well, Easton just... Working, you know, the uh, the change of speeds that he's able to command on all his pitches is just absolutely remarkable. Agreed. Here's the 1-1. Mm. Pitch just off the plate, 2-1. and one. Santa Clara, another conference action, leading uh, Portland uh, 3-2. That game now in the bottom of the seventh. And... Ball popped up. Should be playable. Deming, the first baseman, is there, and he'll make the catch for the out. 
Gonzaga leading uh, San Francisco now by a score of three to two. Both those teams have the same record. They're both 12 and six. So you kind of like to see each one of them kind of beat up on each other a little bit this weekend up in uh, Spokane. Yep, you just want, don't want to see someone sweep. That's the key. Kevin Sondry steps in, the shortstop, and, boy, good curveball there by Walker. Drops in for a strike. You know, you, you see Easton on the in the dugout before the ball game that he's pitching, and it's like he's just in the zone. Yeah. I mean, you don't – you know, he, he, he just uh, – total focus. There's a ground ball out to Clough. Uh, Jackson boots it, comes up, throws the first in time for the out. Took a little bit of a – Bad hop, and Clough uh, bounced up off of his chest and was able to pick it up with that gun of his and throw the first in plenty of time for the out. Yeah, at our uh, at our old field, before we got the turf, we used to call those cougar hops. So I'm, I'm that just always hit that lip and bounce up on you. So they got some tiger hops here that uh, he was able to recover and with that strong arm get that out. So two men out here in the bottom of the eighth. And the pitch is down low for a ball. Brent, I'm going to let you say this guy's name because I am going to mess it up. He came in a right field. And now yeah, number 30, Recupito. There it is. Michael Recupito, who is, uh, took, took over in right field. That pitch is up high, ball two. I would have said Recipito, Recipito, so I'm glad that you've uh, been doing this a they, lot longer you know, than I have. They have about 20 guys on this team that – or names oh, that are, yeah. you know, you have a little pronunciation guide at the bottom of the roster. I've never seen as many on the bottom of the roster <laughs> than, than we have here at Pacific. Two two balls and a strike. Walker looking in over the 100-pitch count now, and that pitch is over for a strike. Boy, Easton Walker, in the first inning, he gave up uh, two singles before getting a uh, double play ground ball. A run did score in that inning, and since then, it has absolutely been lights out. Strike three called as he gets the side in order again here in the eighth. We're through eight complete, 12-1 Cougars leading the Tigers on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Monday afternoon on top of mind, contagious diseases like pneumonia or tuberculosis get a lot of focus during a humanitarian crisis, and rightly so. But non-contagious diseases like diabetes get less attention. Aid workers are more likely to have antibiotics or even AIDS medication on hand than insulin that could save the life of a diabetic. The effort to improve diabetes treatment among refugees. Monday afternoon on top of mind, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on BYU Radio. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. First pitch to Casey Jacobson as he leads off the ninth up high, ball one. Casey, uh, two for four today. He's doubled and single in his last two at-bats. Cougars won 11-7 last night, up 12-1 here as Jacobson fouls that pitch off. Mike Littlewood down the third base coaching box. Trent Pratt down on the first base side. They've been active and busy out there as the Cougars have scored 12 runs on 16 base hits. 
And Reynoso's pitch to Jacobson. Slow curveball drops in for a strike. Well, this is kind of a fun stat for you. Offensively, we're 16 for 38. We're batting 421 today. Four walks, only five strikeouts. And with runners on base, we're batting 409. That'll do it. You're going to win a lot of games if you do that. One-two pitch outside for a ball. And Pacific is 5 for 25, batting 200 on the day with one walk, two strikeouts, and they're 091 with runners on. Great job. And that's job. a testament to Easton Walker. It is. It really is. Two and two. Jacobson hits this ball down to third. Throw to first in time for the out. Casey grounds out to lead off the ninth. And that will bring uh, Danny Jelilich to the plate. Danny's got a couple of hits tonight. Had a bunch single in the fourth, doubled in the seventh. Had an RBI ground out in the fifth inning, so a very productive night for the Cougar center fielder, Danny Jelilich. Yeah, him and Jackson Clough are leading the team with four quality at-bats today. Pitches outside, and if he can come on, then, then I think he becomes probably a – your leadoff hitter. I mean, if you if you get him hitter, yeah, and Sue moves. You, know, you can Sue move is Sue more a of a bit, prototypical yeah. nine, number two guy. Yeah, I love Sue in the two hole because he can do a little bit of everything. Here's the one zero pitch, a swing and a miss, and I think that's what Coach Littlewood was. You know, at the start of the year, that's kind of the way he had that thing lined up. Yeah, that's what you wanted to do until Danny just uh, you know just too many strikeouts early. But uh, he certainly has it going now. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Jelich. is a fastball. It's way inside. It's called a strike. Yeah, it almost hit him. Danny looks back at uh, Dale Luker, the home plate umpire, laughing. One and two. Here's Reynoso's pitch. Ball popped up down the first baseline. First baseman going down, and he makes the catch for the out. That's Nate Verlin. Two men out, top of the order, Brian Sue or uh, Zach Peterson, should say, coming up. He came in for Sue last inning. Here comes the hero. Here we go. Second baseman number 28, Zach Peterson. You know, and looking at Zach, and I believe 150 pounds, it's hard to believe he could hit a ball that far. Oh, he smashed that ball. <laughs> so Peterson steps in. He hit the grand slam last night in the 10th inning to give the Cougars the 11-7 victory. And that pitch is over. Swinging strike one. And maybe that's the hit that gets him going because uh, he was 0 for 11 before that, but his batting practice today, Brent, was the best it's been all year. It was unbelievable. Here's the 0-1, a swing and a miss. Oh, you know, one hit can do a lot. Yeah. can do wonders for a t- yeah, kid's confidence, especially in baseball. And then he gets to face Reynoso's filthy changeup, <laughs> back-to-back pitches, and he's down 0-2. Two men out, Reynoso. And the pitch, and that's down low for a ball. There is a Cougar that he's has been throwing. I think it's I think it's Burrup, I believe. That's standing out there in the bullpen. That's ready. We'll see if they bring him in or go with uh, go with Walker here in the ninth. Pitch is outside. But I do believe it is Burrup. I do. If think, I'm not mistaken, I think so. Yeah. Bo's lost a little weight. It's kind of hard to tell for sure, but he looks great. Yeah, and he's a fantastic kid. I love that kid. Two and two the count. 
Zach Peterson grounds one out to the first baseman. Reynoso at the bag there takes the shovel and uh, steps on the bag, and that will do it for the Cougars here in the ninth. 12-1 going to the bottom of the ninth on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, that'll be it for Easton Walker. Bo Brup brought into the ballgame. Walker, all he did through eight innings, gave up one run, five hits, had one walk, and two strikeouts. Great job by Easton Walker, and it looks like he'll go to 6-0 and on the year, and his ERA is going to stay right around that one point. Yeah, fantastic start for Easton Walker. Just what you need on a Friday night. Bo Burrup has struggled this year. He's only had a couple of appearances. He's gone an inning in the third, giving up four hits, four runs. But this kid, uh, as we were talking about off air, uh, I'll tell you, he can be good. And if he can be good late in the season for the Cougars, it would be a big advantage because those lefties are very valuable coming out of the bullpen. Yeah, they really are. I mean, he struggled early in the year. Every ball that uh, he threw over the plate just got hammered. You know, had a tough outing against Cal and in that game that we lost early in the preseason. And his next outing, he, he just gave up a bunch of hard contacts. And he's ditched his uh, he's ditched his changeup and went back to his old changeup. And hopefully that can get him going because he threw some really big innings for us last year. And I want to see this kid succeed. Grant Mona is on to pinch hit. He'll hit for Arakawa. As we go to the bottom of the ninth, and uh, Bo Burrup, the big lefty on the hill. First pitch is just a little bit outside for ball one. Bo Burrup, the senior, 6'5", 222-pounder out of Pocatello, Idaho. Great kids, had a good career at BYU, and here trying to mop up the ninth inning. Pitch is over for a strike. One ball and one strike. Cougars will play Monday. I don't think the Cougars have announced who the starter is for their Monday game against Cal. There's a ground ball hit out to Clough. Jackson up with it, throw to first for the end. Well, Jackson Clough has been busy out there at the shortstop position. And he's played a great defense tonight. Yes, he has. And you're right. He's been busy. Well, nice pitch right there. Bo Burp. Fastball running away. Got his little ground out. That's eight ground ball putouts by uh, Jackson Clough tonight. And that will bring Jekic to the plate. First pitch is outside, ball one. Game three tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock here, 2 o'clock Utah time. We'll be broadcasting over all the BYU radio uh, broadcast apps and stations, as well as ESPN 960. There is a fastball that Abe uh, bounced off. I think the umpire was going to call it a strike. It was, yeah. And then it bounced off Abe's mitt and hit the umpire in the leg. Not what you want and to do. And he pulled the arm down. Well, I guess if you're going <laughs> to let it hit the umpire, you let it hit in the ninth, so in a big lead, so it can't upset him too much. Two balls, no strikes. There's a pitch that's over. A couple of Pac-12 scores. Utah losing to UCLA, who's ranked number one in the world, in the nation it is the world. right now, yeah, five right. to nothing. Good news, uh, Washington leading Arizona State 9-6. to six. That game in the seventh, that would be 
really good for the Cougars' RPI. If Washington were to beat the Sun Devils, a swing and a miss, two and two the count. Yeah, you, you need uh, those teams that you beat to win their games, and it really helps boost your strength of schedule and RPI. Look at this, Arizona leading uh, Stanford 4-2. That would be a huge upset. Stanford, UCLA, and uh, who the other one? Top three teams, UCLA, Stanford, and Oregon State. Three uh, Pac-12 teams leading the nation. There's a ground ball out to Zach Peterson. Zach's got it. He'll quickly throw to first for the out. And the Cougars one out away from a victory here. And we are going to have a pinch hitter for James Free, number three for Pacific. That's a Carter Hayes, an infielder out of Carmel, California. We'll come on to pinch hit. Bo Burrup has looked uh, good here in the inning. Yeah, happy for him. I want him to have a clean inning right here and get some confidence to where coach can trust him to put him in later through in this season. He could really help us. Left-on-left matchups. He's a guy who started for us in the past. Be nice to have. Two men out, and the first pitch to Hayes is down low for a ball. We'll have a post-game for you here tonight with a player and also Coach uh, Littlewood. Let's take a guess. Who do you think they're going to send up? I would think probably Clough or, or Walker. You, yeah. you name it. I think it's going to be Walker. The dark horse could be Jelich. Could be. Could be. Ball and a strike to Carter Hayes. Again, uh, with the win here tonight, the Cougars will have won their eighth series of the year. Out of uh, 10 series that they've played, they'll assure themselves of that. And, of course, tomorrow going after the sweep, which would be huge on the road for BYU, especially at this juncture of the season. Yeah, you come in wanting to win the series. And if you win the series, you're going to get yourself enough wins to get into the tournament. But now you can get greedy and say, let's sweep these guys. That way, in case we drop a game somewhere else, this one can kind of pick up for it. Here's the 1-2. Strike three call. Bull Burp comes in and throws a perfect ninth inning. Gets the strikeout, and the Cougars win this one by a score of 12-1. to 1. And You know, Tuck, this is, was nothing but just utter domination by BYU on all aspects of the game. They pitched it well. They hit it well. Played great defense. Maybe the best defense we've seen the entire year. Yeah, fantastic job. Really probably our best overall game. I mean, we did give up that one run early, but then the pitching staff was fantastic. The offense was great, and the defense was even better. It was a great win for the Cougs. We'll send it back for a timeout. Be back with a postgame report right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.